0: Save your seat now at com. That's growandemaiallist.com to get started with an email list strategy that drives real results. I'll see you at the masterclass.
1: So there's this lifestyle freedom, time freedom and financial freedom that's involved with digital courses. So I'm such a fan because of the freedom, not so much of the vehicle of courses. I love courses, but I love what they can do for your life.
0: I've tried to picture my business without the online education side, like the five programs that evolved from my desire to stop trading my time for money and to scale my impact all at the same time. My life would honestly look completely different. I might still be photographing weddings, giving up cherished weekend time with my family. I might not be speaking to you on this very podcast. Like without my courses, I might not have built this life that supports my own version of success. And it's crazy to think that this career and the business that you see today unfolded from one of my first decisions to create an online course, streamlining what I was teaching in these one-on-one mentor sessions into this repeatable system so that I could share it with so many others. I've had tens of thousands of online students to this day. Like if I hadn't been exposed to the digital education world or taken the leap and invested my time and money into creating my very first course... I can almost guarantee that all of this, all that you see today would not exist. When I look back and summarize it for you now, it might just sound like it was a swift and simple yes on my part, but honestly, that's not the case. You might be standing in the same spot that I was wondering if creating an online course could truly help you achieve your own version of success, regardless of what the economy is doing around you, regardless of what your world looks like. Or maybe you're a full-time parent and you have this passion that you put on hold and now you're wondering if it's time for you to pursue it. Or maybe you just feel stuck. You're waiting for answers to your course questions so that you can feel confident diving into this new world without having hesitation. My dear friend, literally one of my best friends in the world and a mentor of mine and a digital course creation expert, Amy Porterfield is back on the podcast once again to talk about digital courses, because here's the thing, neither of us want those questions, the ones that you have to stop you in your tracks and to keep you from the success that could unfold from your decision to say yes to creating an online program. Now, before we dive on in, Amy is hosting a free masterclass on how to recession proof your business with one digital course. She's teaching five strategies to create and launch a profitable digital course from scratch. And I want for you to do one thing. I want for you to save your seat. You can do that for free at learnfromamy.com. That's learnfromamy.com. Now, without further ado... Here is my first mentor, someone who I learned digital courses from, and one of my best friends, Amy Porterfield. If you love listening to the Gold Digger podcast, you'll love the full lineup of business and entrepreneurial focused podcasts on the HubSpot Podcast Network, like Marketing Made Simple, hosted by Dr. J.J. Peterson. Marketing Made Simple brings you practical tips to make your marketing easy and, more importantly, make it work. He's got a robust catalog of ready to binge episodes like why your videos aren't engaging customers, an amazing no-cost strategy to get more leads, and how to build your social media content calendar. Listening to Marketing Made Simple wherever you get your podcasts. Oh my gosh, you are my old friend on this show. You're basically my co-host at this point. I love it, bring it on. (laughs) Welcome to the show. We're here to talk about one of our favorite topics of all time, which is course creation. So before we dive on into that, tell me a little bit about your own course creation journey and then let's just dive into how this applies to people right now in this season of life, in this season of the world And we'll kind of break that down.
1: Okay. So my own course creation journey was a little bit rocky when I was first starting out. So I've been in the game for almost 14 years now. So when I first came on the scene, I had left my corporate job, ventured out into the world of entrepreneurship. And when I decided to create my first digital course, I did not have an email list and I really didn't know who my audience was or what I wanted to do. So I decided I was going to create a course to teach people how to use social media to launch, their book. And it sounded like a great idea because I knew social media well. However, I had never launched a book in my life. And so I really had no business (laughs) teaching that. So when I tell that story right away, I always say, look, I believe everybody has a digital course in them. And you and I have talked about this. We think most people have multiple digital courses in them. But when you create a course, you want to look at in your life where you've gotten results for yourself or for a family member or a friend or a client or a customer. And then the digital course comes out of the results you've gotten because you're going to put together a roadmap." and teach other people how they've gotten that. I didn't have any results on how to launch a book using social media. So I was just desperate to try something and get something out there. So if I had grace for myself, I love that girl that just gave it a shot, but it was a little bit messy. So I launched the course and made a whopping $267 and the course was $297. But when oh. you took out the expenses, <laughs> I only sold a few units. And so I didn't even make as much as one unit, but It was really humbling and very frustrating and that's when i decided i'm going to figure this out i'm not going to give up i'm going to figure this out so i cried for a few days kind of had my own pity party and then got back at it so if you fast forward years you know now many years have gone by and i've been able to create eight successful digital courses some i've retired because i've moved on to bigger and better things with my courses but they've always been the backbone of my business since day one of a failed course launch. So, and I believe the reason I'm such a fan of digital courses and why I use them in my business and teach them to my students is the freedom. I believe that you have more freedom to work when you want to work, how you want to work. You're not working one-on-one, so there's not a cap on how much money you can make. So there's this lifestyle freedom, time freedom, and financial freedom that's involved with digital courses. So I'm such a fan because of the freedom, not so much of the
0: vehicle of courses. I love courses, but I love what they can do for your life. Oh my gosh. I love this so much. I actually tell a story in my book about how I kind of got into digital courses. And it was because I was doing one-on-one mentorship, which really helped me like grow my confidence, understand what people were asking. But I was literally saying the same thing over and over and over again, where I was like, why didn't I just have like these five people come together and teach it? And it's this ability to do one to many and to create something super intentionally once and have it be bigger than you in your own personal bandwidth. And I just think that's something that a lot of people don't think about because we get in this business of trading time for money. And like you said, there's this cap. It's like, you only have so many hours a day to work. And I think a lot of people right now are hitting that burnout state or that state of like, I am working so hard, I can't possibly work any harder But I need to or I desire to earn more. And so it's like, how do we remove that ceiling for people? And it is in discovering ways to create something once and to serve many. I recently, somebody had reached out to me on Instagram and was like, do you do one on one coaching? And years ago, I recorded this episode on the podcast and it was like, here's why I don't do one on one coaching. And it was like, because if I want to impact lives and I want to impact millions of lives, then I have to make sure that all of my time is going into creating something that can serve many. And that's why I love digital courses so much too. That's good. Yeah. Okay. So we're finding ourselves and what I'm excited about this conversation, because we've had you on the show, we've talked about digital courses so much, but there is a very interesting thing happening in the world right now, but more specifically in our country, when, you know, all this talk about like the recession and the bubble is going to burst and all these things. And I'm young enough where like, I don't really remember like the 2008 recession. I was in college. Like I didn't experience, you know, the housing bubble bursting and all of these things. So people of my generation, like this is kind of our first big go at it. Yeah. And all of this talk is really unnerving because I think for a lot of people, it's like, we just went through a pandemic. We just survived that. We're still trying to figure out who we are and what we want where do we go from here and how do we find that security? And I recently told you, I was with one of my really dear friends and we were talking and she was an incredible yoga instructor who then chose to stay home with her kids. And we were just having this discussion where she's like, I want earning power. Like I want, to make money. I want to use like all of the hours that I devoted to learning this craft that, you know, now I only practice downward dog with my kids climbing on me. Like I want that something more. And I told her, I was like, you got to make a course. So walk me through kind of how this season is an incredible season to discover your ability to take what you know, and to put it into the world in a way that impacts more than just one person.
1: Oh, I love this conversation because One of the things I didn't say earlier is that digital courses can give you more security in your life. Even if you don't have a business yet and you want a side hustle, you want a different way to bring in money, especially during uncertain times like a recession, having a way to bring consistent revenue into your business or into your life changes everything. So the the woman, your friend that you mentioned, I get it. It reminds me of a story I wanna tell you real quick of one of my students, her name's Jenna. And oh, not this Jenna, there's another <laughs> Jenna. She's a mom of two youngins, little kids. And she is a professional with pre and postpartum fitness. So she's a fitness coach, pre and postpartum. And she was saying where I'm getting nervous moving into a recession and all that is that she loses a client and she loses money. And she never knows when the next client's going to come or if she's gonna keep clients long enough. And that uncertainty in it of itself is very nerve wracking, especially yeah. when you wanna to contribute to your family. So she too decided to create a digital course and she created a course called Mom Booty Booster. Love, Love the name, this. Mom Booty Booster. Bring I it on. Need it. Yeah, exactly. I was like, I- I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. And so she priced her course at $197. And she sold, the first time out, she sold 15 units. So she got 15 students into her course. It's a three-month course. And so she made about $3,000. Now, $3,000 can literally change things in your family. $3,000 in a month? Yes, please. And so imagine if she, and she did, continue to do that over and over again. Every quarter, she launches a new course, she grows her list, her audience, she can make more money. But even just bringing in $3,000 is a game changer. So what I want people to hear is that if you're looking for more security, if you wanna feel more grounded, especially in times like these, what I want you to think about is, what are you doing now? Or where have you gotten those results now where you could actually translate that into a digital course? One thing I love about you, Jenna, is every time we talk, you always have tons of ideas for a digital course. A million. Always. (laughs) And, And I think that should inspire people because a lot of people see courses on how to make money or how to build a business. That is not what most of my students are doing. They're wow. dog trainers, they're marriage licensed coaches. They are meal prep planners. They mm-hmm. do so many different things. So if you're looking for that more security, believe me, there is a course in you. I have no doubt in my mind.
0: Okay, wait, let's do a fun game. We, this is so unplanned, but <laughs> can you tell me like three different courses that you've purchased? I'll go first so you can think about, or like yeah. courses that you've taken that like have nothing to do with business. Okay. Yes. So right now I'm taking one about like energy Reiki. I'm taking an online course about that. I have taken one of like from speech language pathologists for toddlers. So like we had some concerns over Coco's speech when she was little, which honestly, I think it was just because she was only with Drew and myself. But I took this course on like how to like guide her in speech. I've taken sleep courses for babies. I've taken nutrition courses. I've taken courses on how to macrame, like with the rope. So like, even when you look at like, of course I've taken business courses, but like I... Love learning life skills and learning skills like based on the season of life I find myself in. Do you have any that you can share? Oh, yeah. Many years ago, I took one on budgeting,
1: and Hobie and I wanted to save for a house. So we took this whole course on budgeting. Hobie and I have taken a course on intimacy and relationship stuff. Yeah, okay, that one was really fun. And I've also taken a course on interior design. When I moved to Nashville, I wanted to get better at having a better eye for interior design. Yeah. So I've taken a course all things that have nothing to do with making money or building business but they enrich my life yes. I, I love learning from people who have gone before me and that's something that we should talk about yeah. sometimes when i talk about digital courses people will say well amy you can find all this stuff on youtube i i could look online and get it for free and i always think of my student i call her sarah sourdough because her name okay. is sarah and she teaches
0: people how to make sourdough bread and she teaches busy moms i actually have been meaning to take her course because I want to make sourdough because it's gluten-free, so I need to make it. Okay,
1: that's right. I was going to say, I probably mentioned this before, but she always comes to mind when I think about this because you can go on YouTube and look for sourdough recipes and find thousands of them. But you are not going to be able to learn from a busy mom who has a special technique, who knows how to incorporate this into your busy life and has a really step-by-step, do this and don't do this because you don't have time for that kind of thing. And so she did incredibly well with her course. So don't think just because you can find it online for free that people like to pay for convenience and they want the sequence and tell me how to do it. And they want to learn from someone that they are connected to. So that's another
0: thing. Well, it's so funny too, because, okay, so here, let's talk about this. So I think there are some really interesting trends happening in digital courses. And one of the trends that I've been finding, even in my own like user habits as a student is I want something that's shorter, that's more concise, that is zero fluff. So I think back in the day, and I think this intimidated a lot of people from making a course to start out with is like back in the day, it was like, 40 modules, 100 hours, 800 page workbooks, like all of these really, really, really big, robust things. And I think there is a time and a place when it comes to what you're learning. But I find myself more propelled by like, learn this short skill in 30 minutes or like apply this tactic in five days and get results. And so it's kind of interesting for entry-level people. I think it's a lot more approachable Mm -hmm. from feeling like, wait, do I have 40 hours of content to teach on this topic to being like, in a one-hour course, could I teach someone how to get a result, even if it's a small one, that helps them build up their confidence as a student and helps them on the path that they're on?
1: Oh, absolutely. I got to tell you about one of my students, Andrea. So you're gonna love this because you're a new mom and you've got a little one too so she's a mom of five and she had all her kids out of diapers by the time that they were walking so i've never had a kid of my own but no. i feel like that's impressive it's incredible. right? incredible okay so so what she did and why you just made me think of this is she had this whole system it's called elimination communication have you ever heard of it no okay Elimination communication. And it's all about how to potty train an infant. And so what she did first is she did it with her kids, got yeah. results for herself yeah. and people are like, how are you doing that? What's yeah. going on? So she wrote an ebook about it and it actually really took off. So an ebook, really simple, put it together and tons of people bought this ebook. They loved it. And she teased it. She's like, it became a movement, like Mm -hmm. literally, but everyone loved it. And so what she did is she created a mini course. So a mini course would be like just a few modules, just a few lessons. It doesn't have to be so elaborate, like the courses that you might see me create or Jenna or anybody else. And so she had this mini course and that took off. So then she started to teach other parents how to teach it in their communities. So now, and then from there, she created little underwear for these infants and little potties for these, I don't know, this blows my mind. Yeah, She makes $500,000 in a year and she only works two to three days a week because she wants to be available for her kids. And it reminded me so much of you, Jenna, who... You put your kids first, like work is never going to become before those babies. And she wanted the same kind of lifestyle. So working two to three days a week, and it started with an ebook and then a mini course. So it's incredible what you can do.
0: Yeah, I love that. And I actually think that the way things are trending are more approachable as course creators, but also as consumers in the sense of, you know, a lot of people have this, you know, shame in them because they bought programs before and they didn't follow through on them or they've, you know, they've wanted to do this and then they don't follow through. And it's like, what if you start really simple and get somebody a results in a quick amount of time, and then you guide them on the path and your confidence grows and their confidence grows. And it's like, it can unlock just like that story where it's like, now she has like a whole empire built around this knowledge that she used in her own life. I just think that's so cool. And I think too, it really helps people like my friend who I could be like, what if you took like your yoga knowledge and like helped even teach people at home how to do something or teach busy moms how to have their kids do yoga with them. Or like, there's so many ideas where it's like, Oh, it doesn't have to be this like studio lights, cameras, teams. Talk to me about that because your delivery has totally transformed over the years. My delivery is very different than yours. Talk to me about that. If that's a barrier for people thinking, okay, I am not good on camera. I don't want to do that.
1: Yes. Okay. So I always have this dilemma because I teach how to create digital courses. So I believe in my head, I should be the best of the best that I can be and show up and do all the things. However, what I want to tell all my students and what I do is, please do not try to do what I'm doing 13 years in. And I'm an expert at this, meaning when I started and I still teach my students how to do this, slides and audio, you do not need to be on camera. You definitely don't need fancy equipment. You don't need a film crew. You do not need to spend Six months or a year trying to create this slides and audio are brilliant, and I think that's how you do that's it, what Jenna. Me, that's what I do.
0: Yeah, it's, I don't have I think, any video in any of my programs, which is why. Okay.
1: <laughs> and you have a multi-million-dollar business, and yeah. so i love to keep things simple and i encourage my students i have this motto keep it simple get fancy later if you want to yeah but that's why a lot of people won't start with many different projects in their businesses thinking they need it to look and feel like people who have been in the game for a long time yep. absolutely not the case some of my best students will create a facebook group and anybody who pays for their course that they have not yet created yep. they get to go into a facebook group and They then deliver one new video a week live. So they didn't pre-record it. They didn't edit it. They're just delivering it live to a group that paid for it. And those courses, I have one who she made $60,000 doing that. I mean, that's incredible numbers, but it can be done. You can keep it simple.
0: Yeah, I love that. You know, the phrase easy as pie, right? Well, anyone who's actually made a pie from scratch, from the buttery, flaky crust to the perfectly sweet filling, knows that making pies is, in fact, very difficult. But you know what is easy? Integrating, automating, and scaling your business with HubSpot. The HubSpot CRM platform seamlessly transforms customer data into usable insights. Like, what's the average time it takes to respond to a customer service request? And how can we get better at it? The HubSpot Service Hub brings all your data and support channels into one place so your team can spend less time hunting for information and more time delighting your customers. Plus, seamless connectivity with marketing and sales hubs means every person on your team has a crystal clear picture of your customer. It's easy as HubSpot. Learn how HubSpot can make it easier for your business to grow better at HubSpot.com. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. What would you say? So like, let's say somebody is listening right now and they're like, Okay, I understand the whole course movement. I get how it gives freedom. I get the flexibility. I understand the one to many. I get all of that. But like I don't even know what my thing is. Mm-hmm. Or like I don't know how my knowledge can translate. What would you say or like what do what do you do? Okay.
1: So, I'm going to take this from two different angles because yeah. if someone says I don't know how my knowledge would translate what you need to think about. So imagine if you were talking to your best girlfriend and you both are kind of out of shape and she just told you, well, I just ran a marathon. And you're like, wait, what, what, how did you do that? She's like in three months, I got myself into shape and I ran a marathon and you want to run a marathon. So you're like, tell me all the things. Yeah. So she starts to tell you what her training plan looked like, what her food plan looked like, what tennis shoes that she wore, what equipment she used to train. She's telling you it all. At no point are you gonna say, wait, 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 how are you certified in tennis shoes to be teaching me that? Or are you a fitness instructor? You would never say that. She got the results you want, you wanna know how she did it from someone you can relate to and that you like to learn from. Yep. So when you think about putting together your course, people want to know what you know and you're taking it for granted. You're thinking, well, I know it, so it must be easy. I can do it in my sleep. True. We can't, my friend. Yeah. So I want you to really think where you are right now. You don't need extra training. You don't need more certifications or you don't need more time. You have something that people wanna know how you did it. That's your course. Pay attention to when people are saying, how did you do that? What's going on? Like Jenna could literally create a digital course on skincare. So she's got these amazing before and afters. You take it seriously, you share all this stuff. People just wanna know from someone they like, how did you do that? Mm -hmm. So I'm telling you friends, you have a course in you. Now I do wanna touch, I said I would take this from two angles. Another Mm -hmm. angle is some people that are listening do one-on-one work. They're Mm -hmm. a service provider, they're a coach, they're a consultant. And there's a limiting belief to think what I do one-on-one could never translate into a course. Cause you might say, Amy, I coach people on weight loss and their experiences are unique. They come from different walks of life. I need to pitch and catch with them. And then I create a specialized plan for them. Well, what I'll challenge you in your thinking is, yeah, but all the people you're serving, I can guarantee have the same challenges pain points and problems Mm -hmm. there are central themes like you said earlier you're constantly saying the same thing maybe just in a different way to that person yeah we are going to focus on the challenges the pain points the struggles and we're going to address those in a digital course where you could say hey if this is your problem here's how to approach it if this is a little different for you here's a different way to look at it you can always add that kind of language in your course but there's always central themes, challenges, and pain points you can address. Yeah.
0: I would also add to that part because I think a lot of my listeners are in the one-to-one business Okay, is you could create a course as like the entry point to becoming a client of yours. So the things that you do say over and over again, so that way, if somebody wants to invest in your one-to-one services, they need to understand your philosophy your background, the basics, so that you aren't repeating yourself. So if you made that the prerequisite to working with you one-on-one, you would not have to be so bored at like starting at the same spot. That would be like, once they graduate, then they can become your client. You can charge a premium rate for your one-to-one and you know that people are already committed. So I feel like if I were still in the one-to-one business, I would say anyone that wants to work like with me has to first complete this, then you can invest at the next level. And I think that would just like streamline things and also like save and preserve your passion absolutely and think about it this way and
1: let's say you had that introductory course we call it a starter course and let's say you charged 100 or 200 for that starter course and that's where everybody's going to start well there will be many people who will go through it and then not end up working with you because they don't have the time or the money or whatever but you're making extra money on the front end and then you're getting the most quality one-on-one
0: clients on the back end It's it's a game changer Totally. Okay. I'm going to throw us both under the bus in the best way. You're not okay. ready for this, but you will be. This is going to be the best accountability we've ever had in our entire lives. Okay. So Amy and I have built this relationship because we both have courses. We built a friendship that literally we speak daily. And right now we're doing like a health type <laughs> challenge together, which we actually paid money to learn from somebody else. Yes. On how to do this. Yes. And I'm doing this for accountability for us both so that we okay. follow through. I'm so, so we're nervous. Doing... My cheeks are turning red. I know. <laughs> we're not doing anything crazy, but this is a perfect example of, like you said, if your friend runs a marathon and you want to learn, like we are willing to invest to like take somebody's system that they've created and now we're executing and we're doing it with accountability. So I want to talk about the community that you have created of digital course creators where a lot of times we feel so isolated on the journey, whatever the journey is. For you and I, we felt very isolated on our health journey as like high-performing entrepreneurs. And you and I have really just like created this connection of like, let's do this together. We don't have to do this alone anymore. And I think that's really powerful. And so what I love about your community is that they're creating courses on a spectrum of topics, yet they're on the path together. And I think that can be so invaluable when you step into this space and say, I wanna be an educator because a lot of us feel like imposters. So walk me through just the power of community and like kind of how you as a leader foster that within yours. You know if i start with just my
1: company in general i have three full-time employees and their only job is to work and support on our community so to support our community and love them up and be there for them i take the community part very seriously because like you said i think entrepreneurship could be very lonely yeah. if you don't find the right people And so with everything I do, but especially with my Digital Course Academy community, we are there from day one, fostering relationships with people. We actually go the extra mile. And if you want, if you get inside of my course, if you want, we will pair you with an accountability partner. Jenna's right. We talk every single day about business, life, love, everything in between. And it makes such a difference. So we want that kind of feeling in our courses. So we have opportunities for accountability partners or pods if you wanna be in a bigger group. And every single day we are there encouraging conversation, encouraging engagement, answering questions So that people know, look, the things you're struggling with, they might be tough, but you are not an anomaly. You're not the kind of person that you're not cut out to make it because you're struggling with these things. I can show you 10 other people in the community that feel the same way. But here's the beautiful thing. I also have people in my community who have gone before you. So if you're struggling with this thing, I have someone who's overcome it and they'll share with you how they did. We call them our advisors. So community is everything. It's almost as important as every strategy I can teach you step by step. Yeah,
0: I agree. I just think about that so often because I think about my own entrepreneurial journey and like I was just so lonely in it. And like, just like, I feel like entering the course world, it's like, it is a different world. Like if people aren't in it, they don't get it. And it's really hard to help people understand it. And I think it's so beautiful too, because I talk about this in my book too, is like passion is contagious. and like. I'm working in an office space today and one of my coworkers he's like starting a business selling plants and like I don't know a lot about plants but like his passion is so palpable that like <laughs> I was just like so happy for him and I was like I want to go start a new business. I want to go buy a domain. Like I want to you know yeah. like where you're just like passion is so contagious and I think when you're around people who have this belief and the same desires as you even if the path looks a little bit different It can absolutely transform your trajectory, but it can also like paint the possibility for you. And I think that that is like so incredibly powerful when we're trying to step into these new identities or to kind of claim these new pieces of ourselves in a different way. What would you say to someone who is like scared about like what people will think when they're like, I'm going to teach this thing? Because you and I both have had imposter syndrome. We've touched on it before but, like, I think honestly, that is one of the biggest factors that is holding people back from sharing their knowledge with the world. Absolutely. This is something i really struggled with what will people think if i put
1: myself out there i would think like they're gonna think i don't know enough or who is she to be doing that or oh my gosh that's ridiculous i like had all those fears for a really long time yeah and one of the ways that i overcame it is my husband my sweet husband hobie he said to me one day he's like babe they're not thinking about you. They're thinking about themselves. So if you think you are that top of mind for that long, you're fooling yourself. So number one, it's over-exaggerated in your mind. And that helped me to kind of calm the thought down a little bit. But then he also said two things. If they are truly good people that love you and support you, they are thinking, go girl, you got this. Like, please show me the way I want to do it too. And if they're people that are like, who is she? Why is she doing this? They're not your people and they're not paying your bills. So it doesn't matter. And it's everything that they say about you is a direct reflection of how they feel about themselves. I believe that to my core. And I even have found myself, I, I hate to admit this and I'm embarrassed to say this, but I'll be scrolling through social and I'll see something and I'll be judgmental about it. Like what? Why would she do it that way? And then I literally will stop and think, what is What's this a reflection me? of me? Yeah. What am I having a problem with? Like someone recently told me whenever I feel jealous of someone's success or something that they have, ask yourself, what is it that they have that you want? And let's go get it. Let's go find it. Yes. So I try to bring it inward, but people are, are reflecting themselves on you when they're judging you anyway.
0: Uh-huh. And I agree. I think one of my biggest realizations, I would say in the last like year or so is like, if you growing makes other people uncomfortable, it's because they're still stuck. And so if your growth is like bringing out those things in other people, and here's where I would connect this dot even further is like, don't leave them stuck, invite them to join you. Uh, And I feel like a lot of times it's like, yeah, it's like, we almost want to like draw this line in the sand and be like, they're not cheering me on it's them, not me, but it's like, well, how am I actually inviting them to be a part of this? Or like, understand that like, this isn't just reserved for me. And I think like that can actually bridge a lot of gaps, but it can also like deepen relationships. Like, I feel like I've had a lot of deeper conversations with friends lately, where it would be like, if you could do anything what would you do? And it's like, you're unpacking these like hidden passions that are in all of us as adults that like, what if we tapped into that more? Like one of my best friends, she has always talked about wanting to create a food blog and she is a certified dietitian, but she works with like diabetes patients. So it's not her favorite type of audience. And we were like, Hey, just start sharing what you're cooking at home on Instagram. Like just start posting. You don't even have to have a website. You don't have to like, just start sharing that so that when you announce that you have a course or you have a blog or you have a website, everyone's going to say, of course she does because she's passionate about duh. And so it's like, how many of us are living with these passions, like just unanswered and like unprovoked in our own lives where it's like. What if we just start talking about the things we're passionate about so that when we announce, hey, you can register for this thing I'm doing, people are like, oh, duh, of course they do. Because they talk about this all the time. Like it makes sense. And so I think it's just kind of a good invitation for us all to like not put pack those things down.
1: Okay. I love this. And I got to tell you, you just reminded me of a fun story. So one of my students, Catherine, she has two boys and her husband is a Navy fighter pilot. So like think Top Gun Maverick. And that means she travels all the time and moves, not just travels, but moves the family all the time. But she really, and I think some people listening can relate to this. She wanted to contribute to the family. She can't Mm -hmm. have a full-time job. She can't even have a part-time job at this point, but Mm -hmm. she wants to contribute. And even if it's like here's some extra money that we get to go on a vacation and things like that. So she had a passion, just like you said, of putting together these beautiful, like heirloom quality photo albums Ooh, and this. she was really good at it and she would share it online and and show everybody and of course they loved it and wanted to know how she did it yeah. so she created a course called family archive photo books because we all know we have 10,000 photos on our yes. phone right now right it's brilliant yes. yeah so I want to like, buy all of these courses. right so she's so good at it and was creative in that sense so she thought okay I'm creating a course yeah so she did a step-by-step road map to help you transform many of the memories you have on your phone, all those photos into heirloom quality photo books. So here's the crazy thing. She priced it at $147. And I like to mention that because it wasn't like tons and tons of money, Yeah. 147, 68 students joined, 68 students. And she only had an email list of a thousand people. So it's not like she had a huge audience. Yeah. And she grew her email list while she created this course. So she did it at the same time. 68 people said, I want this. That's almost $10,000. Now she's contributing to the family, which that feels so good for a mom that she's like, I want to do more. I love my kids, but I want to do more than just be the mom. Yes.
0: Gold diggers, we all know the B2B landscape can be a bit complex. From lengthy buying cycles to complicated decision-making processes, reaching your target audience can be tough. But I found a solution tailored just for you. LinkedIn ads. when we look at like the climate and when we look at a lot of women too, who are asking themselves, like, what is my purpose? What is my passion? Like, who am I beyond the roles that I play? I do believe that there is this deeper desire to have something that is just yours. And I say this with like deep empathy in the sense of like, whatever you're choosing right now for your family is like the most beautiful investment. Like I I just want to honor, like when I look at Drew being a stay at home dad, I'm like, dude, freaking hardest job. Like, I'm so proud of you. Yes. But I also feel like even for him, like he has to have something that is his alone. Like, and I think a lot of times when you find yourself in different positions or different seasons of life, you're like, what is mine? Like, what is that thing that I feel like is like my hidden, like my secret garden, like my place where I come alive, where I get to be a person outside of the positions or the roles that I play. And I think for a lot of people too, it's like you said, it's like that deep desire to like contribute or save, or, you know, have this extra line that feels like the safety cord to pull. And a lot of us don't have that. And so it's like this really interesting thing where it's like, are there these unexplored passions? Are there these gifts that I've buried, you know, in the different positions I played and are there ways that I can contribute to making a bigger impact, but also to like my family or to my own savings account or whatever. And so I just think it's a really beautiful opportunity for that.
1: I do too. The opportunity is the perfect word. There's so many opportunities and options with how you can figure out what's a best fit for you when it comes to a course. So I'm glad that we kind of dove into all the different ways instead of just like, here's how to make $100,000 with one launch. Like those aren't the conversations, although it's happened, of course, not the conversations I'm having with my students. They're looking for something more long-term
0: that fits their lifestyle and their business. Yeah. So there are people listening right now that love what they do. Like it's, you know, I think a lot of times it's like we're painting like nine to fives as the enemy or things like that. That happens often in entrepreneurship. There are people out there who genuinely love what they do. They love the security brings. I mean, honestly, as an entrepreneur, sometimes I crave that as well, Right. but that maybe they want to cut back or work less or have just this extra extension or a side hustle. What does that look like in terms of this world? Oh, I love that. Okay, so you have me thinking of one of my students,
1: Abby, and Abby is a mom of three. So there's a theme here. Lots of moms, yeah. lots of moms that are creating courses. Oh, I get it. Yeah. And she was a full-time hairstylist and a salon owner, but she craved more time with her family. And quite honestly, she wanted to make more money. So as a hairstylist, one thing she was really good at and why people always called her for it was balayage, you know, the different way yes. to dye your hair. Yes. Yeah. And so she built a course called the Build with Balayage Academy. And so essentially she's teaching other hairstylists or just hobbyists how to do balayage. So what happened was she decided I'm going to start small. I've never launched anything online. I'm not a marketer. I got to figure this out. So she did a little mini course and 10 stylists joined her course. And what she said that did is it gave her confidence to think, okay, maybe this could actually work. Yes. So she just, it was like, get her feet wet, try it out. So that gave her the confidence, and then she decided to launch again, 36 students joined, that's $17,000 for her. Then she launched again, 54 students joined, and she made 28,000 from that. So what it did though, is it allowed her to get out from behind the chair every day. So now it's two to three times a week. She's behind the chair, loves what she does, loves connecting with people in real life. But then she said, now I have time for my family. I can sell this course on automation. That's another thing. You can live launch or do automation or evergreen things. We do both. And that gives you more freedom to build a business or a life the way you want as well.
0: Yeah. I just released a podcast episode about like how we made over six figures while we were resting for two weeks as a team. So and it was fantastic. all based off of evergreen horse sales, really. And so it's just kind of incredible. One thing that I want to touch on that we've never talked about on this topic yeah, is that... A lot of times people want to create their first course and have it be on the thing that they are most passionate about, like, like the thing that would change the world, that would be their legacy. And I think that's a really admirable feeling. Mm-hmm. However, I will tell you that while I absolutely adore Instagram and marketing on it, Instagram marketing is not my legacy, right? I totally get it, yes. But what I think a lot of people forget is that they know something that can change people's lives. And it might not be the thing that is like going to transform the world or be the legacy thing. But if you get in a stream of income from something like a course, it frees up your time and your energy and your bandwidth to maybe be passionate about things that you never will monetize. Like I will never monetize helping women through miscarriages. I will never monetize body positivity in a sense of that. Those things are like my passion projects, like the things that I could like talk about ad nauseum. I will never have to monetize those passions because I have monetized my skill set. And I think that this is powerful in the sense of a lot of times people are like, but I want to make this course that is going to be my legacy. Maybe you can. And maybe that comes a year from now or five years from now or 10 years from now. But what if you could monetize the lowest hanging fruit, the skill or thing that you've become good at, whether it's through repetition or practice or your job or your schooling or your education, what if you took that thing as a starting point that then bought you the freedom to not have to monetize your passion, to let it just be your passion? Let's talk about that for a minute. Okay. I love this. I actually don't know if I've
1: ever had a conversation like this before, but it's so important I was talking to one of my students a few weeks ago, and he was saying that his first course that he created was how to use a piece of software. And he said, I wasn't passionate about the software and I actually thought everyone knew what I knew about the software, but I was at this networking event and I was working in, I think it was a project management software and everyone kind of came behind him and they're like, how did you you do that? that? How did you do that? And so he said, okay, I'm just going to create a course on this. So many people are asking, but it wasn't his legacy. It wasn't even anything on his radar, but he wanted to bring in more money to do the things he wanted to do in his life and in his business. And this was a vehicle to do so. And now he spends his time doing the things he loves and he has all these passions, but you're precisely right. Your digital course does not need to be your legacy. It can absolutely. I'll cheer that on all day long, but you make such a great point that it can be, a vehicle to where you want to get to or what you want in your life. And that
0: takes a lot of pressure off the digital course topic. Yes. Yes. Okay, good. I'm glad we talked about that because every time I talk to people, they'll like say this like really grandiose. idea of what their course could be. And I'm like, but what is something you could teach today? Like, let's leave our listeners. Here's a question that I want every listener to ponder. And that is, if you had to give a presentation for 20 minutes straight, unprepared, thrust up on a stage, what could you talk about with confidence? That might be your first course idea. It might not be your legacy and it might not be the thing you're most passionate about, but it might be something that gets someone else results and gets you a result that builds up your confidence that courses and course creation can be for you. Ooh, I love that. Absolutely. Such a great topic. Okay, so Amy, tell me a little bit about your webinars that you have going on. Tell me about Digital Course Academy. Give me a little rundown for anyone listening who's like, okay, I need to know more. This is just the beginning of this conversation. Where do we go from here? Tell me what that looks like. Okay, so I
1: always do a free masterclass, a webinar, to help people really understand what it looks like and what it takes to create a digital course. So we have that coming up. And it's all about how to recession proof your business and how to create a course in times when you wanna feel more certain and grounded and confident and making money. So we're getting into all the things about how to create a course from scratch. And we'll do that in the masterclass. Now, of course, I've got Digital Course Academy opening up soon and it's everything from A to Z on how to create and launch a digital course from scratch. Most people that get into Digital Course Academy have never ever sold anything online, let alone created a digital course. We have some people a little bit more advanced, but the bulk of my students are starting from scratch. So my specialty is step by step by step, let me virtually hold your hand and not assume you know all this stuff, because why would you? And get that course up and running this year so that you can start making money in the way that you wanna make it and use it for whatever it is that your heart desires. So that's what Masterclass
0: and Digital Course Academy is all about. Amazing. And you can sign up for her masterclass at learnfromamy.com. That's learnfromamy.com. I will be there. My team will be there. We've had so many of our listeners and my own personal students attend this because so much of what I do and know is from this person that you are listening to today Amy, any final words of wisdom for somebody who is listening, who feels just that tiny ping of like, what if, what if today is the before and soon will be the after? What would you say? Uh,
1: I'd say that you are absolutely worth it. Your ideas are valid. You are worth it. And why not just give it a chance? Because you never know what could happen. And so I just really hope anybody listening that has that little tinge of, what if this could actually work for me let's at least explore it together because i would
0: love to help you every step of the way oh uh, learn from amy.com i can't wait i'm so excited for everyone to attend this and thank you so much for everything that you put out in the world that helps people understand that they know something that is powerful that can change people's lives and i'm so excited to be on this journey with you ah uh, love you friend thanks for having me Ooh, i loved this conversation so much i hope you did too Amy is truly someone that I talk to daily, you know, those like little VIP spots that you have on your iPhone. She is number one. She's even ahead of Drew. I probably shouldn't say that out loud, but she is somebody that I talk to every single day who is just on this quest and journey with me. We talk about all of the things and it has made all the difference. And it's crazy for me to think back to when I first was just a listener of her podcast. She had no idea I existed And me investing in myself and becoming a student of hers has forever changed my life, my business, my trajectory, everything. So if anything, I want for you to learn from my first mentor and now my dear friend, and I want for you to save your seat to her free masterclass. I mean, learn, take this information and learn how to recession proof your business, creating a digital course. Amy is going to break down the five strategies to create and launch a profitable digital course from scratch. And all you have to do is head to learnfromamy.com. That's learnfromamy.com to save your seat for her free masterclass. I can honestly tell you that my life would look a heck of a lot different if Amy Porterfield did not exist. And I don't want for you to miss your chance to learn from her. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Gold Digger Podcast. As always, until next time, keep on digging your biggest goals. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of the Gold Digger Podcast. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, head over to golddiggerpodcast.com for show notes and all the discount codes from today's sponsors. And if you're looking for a new crew of movers and shakers like you to bounce ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive community for Gold Diggers on Facebook. The link's waiting for you at golddiggerpodcast.com.